Hi, I'm Christian. And I'm Angela. And we are married. And bored. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are doing another Marvel Champions episode. It's a sequel. It's the, Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's a sequel. It's like our fourth episode talking about it. So is it the sequel or maybe it's a new hero? This is specific <laughs> to Marvel Champions. I'm going to call it a sequel. Yeah, no, we're here to talk about a Marvel Champions-focused episode just because we love this game. And you know what? You can't stop us from talking about it. So we're just going to do it. Can't stop, won't stop. Thing, new things keep happening with this <laughs> game all the time. Um, so, before we get started into some new things that's happening with the game and talking about aspects within the game... Ooh, yeah, let's... We, we are going to be talking about aspects, which is a key component to this game, and it kind of is what makes this game unique from other LCGs. Yeah. Okay, so before we jump into all that fun stuff, Christian, I gotta make some corrections. You have to make some corrections? Yeah. I believe... <laughs> are you admitting that you were wrong in something? Okay, I'm gonna. You know what, guys? I'm gonna drink a little humble, humble juice. Humble tea. Humble tea. And uh, I think I made two mistakes. I think it was me. I don't think you made any of them. Impossible. No. Yeah, impossible. Uh, in the last Marvel Champions episode, and I am so sorry, but you know what? I'm gonna say what they are in just a second. But before I do, can I just say how gracious and wonderful our community is? online and through our emails uh we had a couple people correct us on these mistakes but not in a mean way not in an aggressive way um so generous so kind and even admitted that hey like there's a lot to remember in this game so the fact that you get all the rules right um is kind of a miracle sometimes yeah (laughs) so let me say what those were there is a penalty for going through your hero deck. I said there wasn't. Yeah, because one of our tips in the first episode was to, to not be afraid of going through your deck. Because at the time we said, no penalty. Now, I would still stand by not being afraid to go through your deck. Oh, definitely. Still do that. But there is a penalty, and the penalty is to deal yourself an encounter card. Face down to save it for... The villain face. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse Christian's mouth. He is eating a chocolate chip cookie (laughs) as I talk about my mistakes. Um, And then the when you're playing Marvel Champions, I made the incorrect statement that when one hero dies, the game ends. That is incorrect unless you are solo because you'd be the only hero. If one hero dies, the rest of the heroes continue to play on until either the villain wins by scheming or defeating your health or you win by defeating the villain yeah and that's a funny one because we did look it up and thank you to everybody who like told us exactly where it was in the rule book it's there and it's very clear i don't know why we and we kept on thinking like how did we miss this it must have happened early on where it was just like well i'm dead there's no way angela could win so let's just start over. Well, it's not just that. It's like, I don't want to keep playing. Like, you, <laughs> you want you want to just watch me play for right. however long it takes? No, if it were if we were like one turn away and we knew it, yeah, that's a different story. Uh, we, would, we would definitely play that out. But if it's the, the villain, Kang is a great example that we, for whatever reason, we struggle with. 
he still has 24 health and one of us goes down. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. So we probably just uh, mistakenly incorporated a house rule for ourselves there that we yeah, just didn't go. want to keep playing when someone had died. But that is not an actual rule. And it's very clear in the rule book. So <laughs> sorry, everyone, for those mistakes. But thank you for being gracious. And we hope that if we're ever in a position to correct someone, which may never be happen, but if we are, we're, <laughs> we're as gracious as you all were to us. Yeah, so and you know what? Feel free to correct us on this episode, too, because there's probably something. There's probably something. And you guys, we do not claim to be experts. We're just Marvel champions in um, enthusiasts, mm-hmm. and we love playing it. So with that being said, what's some Marvel Champions news, Christian? And like Angela mentioned, this game, uh, this is the game that just keeps on giving. Uh, it's so generous. <laughs> it's like Christmas, really. No, there's constant news. Um, since we've last chatted about this game, um, uh, a brand new uh, big box expansion launched a campaign expansion galaxy's most wanted Woohoo! which is great it gives us two new characters it gives us five new encounters to hello <laughs> to battle through um and it's just a ton of new content for this game and it's it's great mm-hmm. and it's very hard now well you did you say what it's called galaxy yeah i said that. oh you said galaxy's yeah. most wanted yeah. i missed that part mm-hmm I was listening to our dog. <laughs> She's tearing the carpet apart currently. So, yes, it's Rocket and Groot, and it's hard. Yeah, there's. Um, we have played the first, to, to be honest, or to preface, or whatever the correct word is, we've played the first scenario a couple times, and it, it it's difficult. All of a sudden, yeah. and if you've played it, you are fighting a, a lot of spaceship stuff, and... There's so much threat mm-hmm. <laughs> that I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Now, I will say I played with the children one time, and we had terrible decks, terrible combination of teams, and we lost in, like, three rounds. You know what, though? Like, Groot really has me interested in protection, mm. which we're going to talk about aspects this whole episode. So I'll hold off on, like, protection in general. But yeah, Groot is an intriguing character for me. Yeah, what does he what does he do? Like what um, is it? So he has growth counters that protect him. Okay. So throughout the course of the game you can put growth counters on him through cards, through his action ability on his alter ego side, and that and also there's a card in Rocket's deck that is able to put growth counters on Groot and so the bigger he grows the more he can defend or protect himself so it's like temporary HP Mm -hmm. but it also through some cards abilities of his allows him to hit for more on a turn Ah, or thwart for more he's a bigger tree yep that's really cool. It is cool. And Rocket is all about just shooting stuff with big guns. Tech upgrades. That's what he does. He's really good at fighting minions. So if you're fighting a minion-heavy battle, like Ultron or one of the Green Goblins, he's probably a good choice. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot of bonuses to minions. So, yeah, that's a really quick overview of that. I'm sure we'll chat about that yes. uh, in a future episode. Of course, there's just tons going on. Um, so really quick, we we also got um, we bought some upgraded tokens. 
Yes, I think we showed them on an Instagram story yeah. uh, a week or so ago. Yeah, definitely go check them out. They are awesome. It's something that I've always wanted to do with some game that I've owned. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the perfect one because we do play it so much. We invested a little bit of money to get some tokens. We bought them from Etsy. Um, that's not a person. That's the website. Uh, <laughs> if you go to Etsy and you search buy the same token, B-U-Y, the same token, they have a ton of tokens for Marvel Champions, Arkham, and other games. But they do a really, go- really good job. And we got uh, like a starter set. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look really nice. Yeah. We How do you did feel? Not, we did not buy their whole collection. There's <laughs> so much to choose from. And because this game keeps growing... Their token selection is going to keep growing. They're like we just mentioned the growth counters for Groot. They're going to probably have specific tokens just to use for Groot. Yeah, they're designed to look like Groot and like probably have leaves on it or tree stuff. So yeah. we're, uh, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Groot, uh, Rocket has a lot of counters for his ammo in all of his weapons. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure something's coming down the road for that. So. Um, that's something that we'll probably buy because it's kind of um, hero-specific and it's kind of needed when you yeah. play those heroes. So it's pretty cool. It just kind of makes everything feel better. Nicer. <laughs> More tactile. And, and not that the the cards used in the core set for tough and stunned and confused are miniature cards. It's not like they take up lots of play space, but having a token uh, is just that much cleaner yeah than slapping a card on them and they're really bright they have they're black acrylic with just a bright color and it will say stunned or confused and or have the damage number mm-hmm. it's really cool uh check out our instagram for some shots check Better out yet go to etsy yeah, and, go buy them mm-hmm. oh one thing we did one additional one that we did get was the spider woman set because oh, yeah. if you're familiar with the game spider woman gets bonuses based on the color of card you play and you can only do that once per round, so it kind of tracks in the color that you play how much bonuses you'll get. So yes, that's just kind of a, a ease of life kind of thing. That yeah. is that the right word? Ease of life. Um, sure. <laughs> I I'm nodding. I think it's fine. Survey <laughs> the, the says just kind of helps you um, keep track of stuff in the game in a very pretty way. Yes. Would uh, you call me? Very pretty. Oh, thank you. Yep. Show's over. <laughs> All right. And one last piece of news. We have we have joined a new league. Yeah, we're pros. What what's the league, Christian? <laughs> we haven't joined it. We're we're definitely um we're kind of just like lurking in the background. Like if you were to go to a party and everyone's <laughs> hanging out in the middle, we would just be kind of on the outside being like, Oh, that's cool what they're doing over there. I could do that. I'll play, I'll do that when I get home. We're observing, um, which is what I do at parties, anyways. Um, no, it's there's a there's a sol or a Discord solo league that we found uh, via uh, one of our Instagram friends. I think Sword and Board Games. He plays that all the time, and it is a solo league for Mar- Marvel Champions. Um, so you can go to the website, which is um, bearoverensmith.com. Um, obviously a Arkham reference there, but there are solo challenges, um, each week, not each week, it's about 10 days or so, uh, that he posts and he has a way to grade them all and get points. And you did not the first one, but we jumped in on week two just because of life and that happens. Um, but why don't you tell them what you did, uh, what your challenge was? 
Uh, so my challenge was to uh, play Black Widow with any aspect I want. Those are what we're going to be talking about today, so how appropriate. And they selected the villain and module. So I had to play against Claw with Hydra Assault and then Standard. The standard um, villain encounter, yeah. encounter set. And really quick, how did you do? Um, I like Black Widow, and I didn't win my first two because I don't often play Black Widow solo. Well, mm. actually, I don't think I have ever played Black Widow solo until I tried to do this. So I was not used to her having to do all the damage. I was used to her... Um, mitigating threat, and I was used to her getting rid of encounter cards, um, but not doing the damage to the villain. So I had to get the hang of how to do everything myself with one hero. (laughs) Uh, And once I did, I don't think I had like an outstanding win, but I won. (laughs) Yeah, and it took you two or three times to get to that victory. Three, yeah, yeah, probably. So yeah, it was fun. Um, in the in the league, it's all um, shown for you on the website that you w- you're supposed to play it three times, and you're supposed to report the outcome with different stats, even if you lose. Lose. Mm-hmm. So you're not supposed to win three times. You're just supposed to play three times. That's the goal. But the goal is to win. <laughs> yes, the goal is to win. Um, and sometimes they will choose the aspect and you'll get to choose the hero uh from like a list of three or four mm-hmm. um but this round that i played the hero was chosen for me and then i got to choose the aspect right and so like the opposite is going on right now where you can choose one of four heroes but it has to be protection so uh, if you're into that if you play solo a lot um this is a true it's true solo so it's one character you don't get to play two-handed um it's a it's it's fun Mm-hmm. Um, at least from what I see, because I haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, but it's been a while, so maybe we should re- remind people, or if there's new people listening. Christian is not normally, if ever, our solo player. No, I won't. So in our household, if anyone's going to play solo, it's going to be me. Yeah, I just can't. I can't do it. I don't <laughs> know why. Okay. It's not fun. Christian, we accept you as you are here. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that, that's really cool. Definitely check it out. We will uh, have a link to that in the show notes and also on our blog probably. So check that out, like I said. And another quick thing I'm going to throw a curveball, Angela. Uh, just today they announced a brand new hero who's coming to Marvel Champions. Um, yes. Venom, which Ooh. I'm very confused on because he's usually a bad guy. Yeah. He's the anti-hero, I guess. Yeah, so, and they're doing this Guardians of the Galaxy run, so they have all the Guardians that have already been announced, and then Venom, I guess, was a part of the Guardians for a while. Um, okay, sure. N- news to me. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm, uh, you know, I, I will definitely be doing my research there to figure out why and who and... But he looks, what were your words? He looks... Um, he looks strong. Strong. Very yeah. strong. Not beefy like Hulk. Not stats strong, but more like uh, cards. Yeah, he can do. He can do a lot. Just from the there's one line that he said. He said, 
or in the in the FFG article, they just said they they listed a bunch of stuff that you could do, and they said, okay, so you could potentially in one turn deal twelve damage to an enemy, remove ten threat, or deal six damage and remove five threat in one turn. So it's like Ooh. so much going on with this guy. Uh, it looks really cool. So um, he's coming in July. All right, just in time for a July birthday. <laughs> Whose birthday? Oh, that would be mine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just take a quick break, Angela, and we'll jump back in and just get into the uh, the meat of the show and talk about aspects. Awesome. All right. So we are going to be talking about aspects, which on our first Marvel One Hundred and One, it's what we called it, right? Yep. Marvel Champions 101 that we did about a month ago, we talked about kind of breaking down the game for a beginner. So you could think of this like that if you want, but we're also going to be looking a little bit deeper into each aspect that comes in the game, which we briefly mentioned on our Marvel Champions 101, that this game is a hero deck plus an aspect when you create your deck. And so, what are the four aspects, real quick, Christian? Yeah, sure. So, the four aspects are called justice, aggression, protection, and leadership. And what they do is they all help you (laughs) win the game in different ways. Absolutely. Do you like to hit stuff hard? There's a deck for that. Do you like to take it slow and beef your character up and just take little damage at a time and kind of whittle the, the bad guy away. There's a deck for that. Do you want to have other people do the fighting for you? <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a deck for that. So you get the idea. Um, and you can use these aspects with any hero. Yep. There's 20 heroes, I think, 15 heroes in this game. Uh, more coming, like I said earlier. And you just take your hero deck that you want to play you pick out some some dope aspect cards yeah only the dope ones and you put them together to make your deck and you are good to go so uh we wanted to break those down for you guys um and let's just start with uh one of our favorites or maybe it's just mine i don't know um justice so angela what does what is justice if you if you have the cards they're the yellow ones what is what does the justice aspect do Okay, well, justice is there to mitigate threat. So to try to stop the villain from scheming, to remove threat from side schemes and main schemes, and by doing that, to maybe also attack. Like, there's some cards that allow you to remove the threat and then if and then attack or attack and then remove threat if you defeat it. So it's all about removing threat. Yeah, it's about slowing the villain down to give you and your team more time to punch the villain. Because even if you're playing solo, you can't win by just worrying about threat. You still have to punch the villain. But it's- like my on solo Discord that we just talked about, I did play Black Widow Justice and one. So you yeah. you can win with justice, but it's primarily focused on thwarting. Yeah. So we hope that that kind of helps make sense of what they do. Um and we just thought we don't we're not going to go super deep into all these, but um we wanted to just quick mention a couple cards that we both like. Um 
and always probably include in our decks when we play Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, one of mine is Beat Cop. Ooh, Beat Cop. <laughs> Beat Cop is a support. Uh, it's a newer one. Uh, I'm going to look it up as I talk here. But what it does, it is every time, every turn, you can exhaust Beat Cop to move one threat from a scheme onto Beat Cop. So every turn, that's one threat less that you have to deal with. That's and pretty good. Then... And then once it has any amount of threat on it, instead of exhausting it to take that threat away, you can exhaust it for the beat cop to punch a minion. Yep. And all the, all the threat that you took off onto the beat cop now turns into damage to a minion. So yep. that's, that's pretty cool. Yes. So the longer you keep it in play the more damage it'll be able to do to a minion. Um, so it could get very powerful, yeah, uh, depending like, on how early you get it out and how many rounds you have it go for before you use it to defeat the minion. Because once you use it to defeat a minion, it does discard. Yeah, it's a free threat every turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? You can have more than one of these, which is super cool too. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, I've had two of them going at a time, and then all of a sudden, you know what? That terrible thing happens where Shadows of the Past gets flipped, and your and your minion gets into play against you, and you're like, oh man, I'm screwed. And then there's the beat cop, you know, slowly walking down the sidewalk, and he's like, bang, 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 I got eight damage for you, and Vulture's dead. Boom. <laughs> yes. So it, com- it comes in handy. It's a little expensive for three, but... It's one of my favorites to play. It uh, has saved it has saved my life many times. Oh my goodness, that's right. <laughs> so see, there's a good example of a justice that it's focused on threat, but then it combines the damage. So like these justice cards are doing damage, um, or I should say not all of them, but they can do damage. Um, it's just always somewhat about threat. Um, one of my favorites is Under Surveillance with Justice. Okay, that's a good one. It attaches to a main scheme, and it increases the threat value of that scheme by four. So whatever, like, let's say it says six threat per person, and then this scheme, and then this uh, main scheme is done, which means you'll either have to flip to the next main scheme, or the game's over, depending on... Uh, which main scheme you're on. So that allows you some more time because it increases that limit. You think of it as you just have that number just goes up by four. So if it was a six per person, now it's in your solo, then now it's now it's 10. Um, I think it's especially useful in solo because that per person, modifier so, yeah is um so important yeah you know when we play two people mostly but when i sometimes play with the kids and it's me and two kids there's three of us so if it's eight per person well that's a 24 threat threshold which i mean it can happen quicker Adding sometimes four doesn't seem like a big deal but when you're only one person adding four to that main 
scheme is um, it could be four rounds yeah yeah it could be a really big thing yeah i will say before we talk about the next part of justice i kind of view justice as like like in two different ways so i i think of justice as preparation for there's a certain way you can play justice where you can like uh prepare yourself and set up things so that when bad things happen, your cards are already laid out in front of you. And then I feel like there's another way to play justice, which is just to deal with the threat as it comes. That's the way I play it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that might just be like my my analysis of justice. Um because I do play, I, I have played justice, and like Christian mentioned, we do love it. We love justice. And I've played justice with Black Widow, and I've played justice, well, you have played justice primarily, um, but we've played with Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, we've even played with, like, Hulk or people that are not normally seen with justice. And I would play Black Widow very differently with justice than I would play... Any of those other three I mentioned. Yeah, and I think that has to do with what the hero is good at. So, like, yeah. depending on the hero you choose, you're going to approach it very differently. Yes. Now, you may be wondering, like, hey, Christian, uh, Angela, uh, I have the core set. I don't see these cards in my set. Well, that's because you do have to kind of, you do have to buy some uh, of the expansions to, to get these two cards that we talked about. Um, so, Beacot can be found in the Hulk expansion and then um excuse me under surveillance is found in thor um so just if you don't know where they are (laughs) and you want to find these cards uh, in my opinion you kind of want everything because the more cards you get the better your deck is going to be and you're going to have more fun (laughs) that way Mm -hmm. you can obviously live without these cards in our experience these cards done well for us yes and maybe you have different favorite favorite justice cards and honestly if we did this a week from now or a month from now we might have different favorite justice cards these are just that's the great thing about this game whenever we talk about it it's more like we're talking about our current favorites and not our favorites ever because that so much changes all the time yeah because there are new heroes and each hero plays differently so under surveillance is not that I, I don't like it as much as Angela does because right. it I, I wouldn't use it as much. I would just be like, well, I've got other cards that help me get threat out, reduce threat more than mm-hmm. expanding the villain's limit. Yeah. That's just my Well, speaking thought. of current favorite, <laughs> uh, can you tell us, Christian, what your favorite current favorite hero to pair with Justice is? Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of like a hero... Sommelier, I take a oh. hero and I can pair it with the best aspect. Look um, at that. Not really. I'm not good at it at all. <laughs> I just love picking one and another and going with it. Um, but one thing, one that I have had a lot of success with, Angela mentioned it, is Ant-Man. Uh, we did a, a, a campaign of the um, Red Skull Rising or whatever it's called um, and with Ant-Man. And I played him Justice and he was just killing it killing um, it which is funny to me he doesn't seem like that kind of hero uh he seems like he would get big and hit hard and then get small and get away but it works really well uh some 
those little army ants help you out. There's a card called, I think it's like Hive Mind or something, where depending on how many of those ants you have out, you can thwart a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just had a lot of success playing uh, Justice and Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah, and just that he can, he has two hero forms as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. That helps. The is I think it's lay lay down the law is a really good one with Ant Man. It's a justice card, just because it says when you change to a hero form, you're able to remove quite a bit of threat for a one cost. It's a one cost card. Um, well, that only happens. Uh, it doesn't happen as frequently with other heroes because, n- besides Wasp, no other hero has two hero sides yeah so this just has a lot of opportunity with ant-man and you played that one a lot it removes a potential of four threat for one cost it's really great yeah and i could be wrong i'm gonna i'm gonna do a rule here i think even if you went from your alter ego to hero you could play this card so it's whatever form you're changing um you can still do that too so Mm -hmm. rule people let me know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's a hero response. Yeah. So I think that I think that's correct. I just meant that Ant-Man can change You could play two you could play heroes. this twice. Yeah. Yeah, which would be I've done it and it's awesome. Yes. So yeah, Justice is great. I have a lot of fun playing it. That Venom deck I talked about earlier comes with Justice stuff. I'm really looking forward to that. Woo. So there's there's Justice. If you have any Justice questions, you can talk to um us, I guess, or Batman's all about justice, but that's a different universe. Oh, is that different DC? Yep. So let's jump into, um, I would say, one of your, probably your favorite. Um, I think so. Yeah, and it fits your personality. Uh, <laughs> it's so generous. <laughs> no, let's talk about aggression. So I mentioned wanting to hit stuff hard. That's what aggression is about. You want to describe it a little bit? I don't know if there's any more description. Aggression <laughs> is just like a full-on hitting Assault. Assault. Yeah. Um, And it does it in different ways, of course, and it can combine hitting with thwarting or um, defeating a minion with thwarting, just like Justice can thwart and combine it with damage. But it is all the cards have to do with hitting. Yep. So that's easy. It just boosts your basic attacks and gives you extra attacks and lets you stand so you can attack again. There's all sorts of cards that help you hit hard and hit more often. Yep. So, Angela, you this is funny to me because, like, you've played a ton of aggression mm-hmm. since day one when we got the core set. Yeah. You're like, this is what I like to do. I do. I have played aggression. I'm, I could probably count on one hand yeah, how many times. You don't really like it as much. It doesn't. It. You would think that I would like to hit stuff hard. Because in other games, you tend to be that way. Like, you tend to play characters that are more of the heavy hitters. Yeah. Yeah. But then I think of, like, my video game style is more like, let's just get really strong and hit stuff kind of hard. Oh, just kind of? (laughs) Like, have a lot of armor and build that up. Okay. Which is, like, protection, which we're talking about next. But... Um, so yeah, why don't you tell us, because I haven't played it enough, I don't feel like I have favorite cards in this aspect. Okay. So what are some of your two or three key cards that really have helped you with your 
With your aggression. <laughs> with my aggression. <laughs> and again, these ones will be in um, packs, and we'll mention where you can find each one. Okay, so the first one that came to mind is Skilled Strike. I love this aggression card because it is a zero cost, and it adds two attack onto your basic attack. So you can just, boom, lay that down, um, and you can boost for two. And maybe you have a combat training out, which is another red aggression card, which uh, permanently increases your attack by one. So now for that one hit, you're hitting like three above your basic attack. And so... There's just a lot of good combos like that. Yeah, like Miss Marvel. What if you put this as an event, right? So mm-hmm. you get plus one for playing the event, plus two on the card, and then you had the combat training. I've lost count, but that's like seven damage in one turn. Well, and she has in biggin cards. Yeah, too. so yeah, it, yeah. you could really stack this crazily. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so... I love Skilled Strike. Ooh, that zero cost is so nice. It's so nice. Okay. Finger kiss or whatever that thing is. (laughs) And where can they, if it's not in the core set, unfortunately. uh, It's not. And where can they find that? You can find it in Doctor Strange. Which, he's like the number one most powerful uh, hero in this game. Go get Doctor Strange. Yeah, you need to go get Doctor Strange. Seriously. Um, Then another one uh, is Relentless Assault. That is a core set right i believe so yeah i think so relentless assault allows you to uh hit a minion and if you use a punch resource to pay for the card it does the any excess damage done to the minion goes to the villain there you go you can kind of do two things at once especially if you have like a minion who has one health remaining or maybe you just have a smaller minion, like a weapons runner that only has two health in front of you. Um, you can deal five damage, which kills the minion, but also the excess damage gets to go to the bad guy. Overkill is great. If you can always get a boost for overkill, mm-hmm. it is most always worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, you had said this was your favorite card, and you showed me it, and I looked at it, and it has Rocket on it. Yeah. And I was like... This is a brand new card. We just got it last week because we got the new expansion, right? No, it's in the <laughs> core set. Which is which blew my mind. That's how little I have played Aggression. <laughs> um, to be fair, it is in the new Galaxy's Most Wanted. So yes, it is. Um, if you have that, you have more copies because you can't play Galaxy's Most Wanted without the core. So cool. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, There's a lot of ones I could mention as well, since it is my favorite, but we'll just leave it at that. There you go. Okay. The next aspect. No, let's talk about really quick. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I jumped over. We talked about my favorite justice hero. So why don't you talk about your favorite aggression hero? I definitely know what this is, but why don't you tell everybody why and who it is? I'm so... I'm so um, interested to hear who you think it is, because I have two. Okay, so I think I know who they are, uh, but I'll just let you go because I don't want to ruin it. You don't actually know. <laughs> I don't. Th- I think he's bluffing. Okay, ready? On the count of three, say... Um, Should I say the one I was going to say? The one that comes in the core set. Okay. One, two, three, She-Hulk. Oh, uh, no, Iron Man. Iron Man? Yeah. I don't know who I'm sitting next to anymore. 
Again, current favorite. <laughs> current. Okay, tell us, tell us what's up. Oh man, Iron Man and aggression. It's a nice. It's a sweet pairing, if you will. Notes of honey, oh undertones of. No, I'm just kidding. Walnut. Uh, um, no, I love. Okay, I should rewind a second and say when we got the corset hated iron man i was like why would anyone ever play him he's terrible he sucks <laughs> he can't hit for anything he's arrogant you can't you can't do anything with him and then so the reason why you probably said she hulk is because that's who i dove into on the corset set right you, away. you played her non-stop mm-hmm. as they I, say in hamilton i do still love she hulk but my current favorite with aggression is probably iron man um, so I love that he can, you can build up his suit and then he can draw seven cards as a hero, as a hero, that's really good. Um, which normal is as a hero is probably five. Yeah. Or four mm-hmm. Hulk does four as a hero. Um, but mostly it's five to have seven card draw as a hero is fantastic and then you have you put um you put the extra punches that aggression allows you to have with iron man's suit capabilities and it is magnificent you can do a whole bunch of damage (laughs) on just one turn only drawback is that going aerial up in the air uh for iron man requires mental resources and those are few and far between with the aggression cards. Yeah. So. But luckily, Ariel, at least right now, doesn't do a lot. Well, it... it De- depending it, on the card. Yes. And wh- who you're playing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's not a huge, at least right now, a giant benefit for going Ariel. Yes. Um, it's funny that you say that you like him with aggression. I would say a ton of people online love Iron Man Justice. So that's the flexibility of the game. Exactly. You can play anybody any way you want. You exactly. said you had two favorites. Um, now, I only did mention one favorite for Justice, so we'll never know what your second one is. Uh, okay, just skip right over it. That's it, fine. What is it? I'll just say real quick, it's Thor. I was going to guess Thor. You know what? But only, and I mean only, if there are a moderate to a lot of minions in the villain encounter set. Yeah, who have you had success fighting as Thor? Ultron drones with Thor is just like, it's butter, baby. It's butter. Butter? Ultron, and then one of the goblins, of course. Yeah, Mutagen Formula, Green Goblin. Yep. I remember once we tried doing um, the Wrecking Crew with Thor, and it was not good. Terrible. Not Terrible. So yeah, Thor is great. Um, He hits hard, basic attack. Might as well boost that. Get some overkill going with that Relentless Assault. and Get that Mean Swing and Get Over Here cards, which are great aggression cards for zero cost. I'm just saying. You're hitting minions... You're hitting one to two life minions for seven, and that excess is going to the villain. So Mm -hmm. definitely check it out. All right, let's take a quick break here, and we'll come back and wrap up the last two aspects. This episode is sponsored by Show It. Are you stuck in a boring website template? Maybe you don't even know where to start. Experience the true creative freedom with the drag and drop simplicity of a show at website. Our website, marriedandboard.com, is a show at website, and we love how simple it is to create. 
Get started for free at showit.co. You won't be disappointed. All right, so protection. Everybody Mm. wants to feel safe. Yes, everybody does want to feel safe. <laughs> so if you are a video gamer, you like playing the tank online, you like having high armor, high life stats, protection might be the one you want to look at first. It plays probably very differently than any of the other aspects mm-hmm. um, because of what the main thing you're going to be doing as protection. Why don't you describe a little bit more about that? Um, protection just boosts your armor, basically. Your It'll, defense. Your defense. It's going to allow you to either put stuff on your hero that boosts their defense, or perhaps it allows you to temporarily increase your defense. Um, And of course, like all the aspects, it'll combine that with attacks or it'll combine that with a stun. Um, But protection, spoiler alert, is my least favorite. And I think you alluded to this, but it's because I don't think I have the swing of how to play protection down because protection is... Um, how do I say it? You have to, you play a lot of your cards during the villain phase. Maybe not a lot, but you have to be prepared to play cards during the villain phase. I would say the majority is done during the villain phase. You do very little during your actual hero phase. Obviously, you want to boost up the ability to draw more cards and to maybe boost your attack a little bit if you can, so that you can obviously use your actions to whittle down that villain. But, I mean, you you said butter a lot already, but your bread and butter <laughs> as protection is is defending and not taking damage. Mm-hmm. And thereby dealing damage back. Yeah, there are a ton of cards that say, if you don't take damage, stun a villain, kill a minion, do six damage back. There's... It's all over the place like that. So uh, let's jump into the couple cards that we like. Angela, why don't you talk about yours? Um, Well, similar to the reverse of the aggression thing, this is, you were saying you gave me aggression. I kind of hand over protection to you. Um, The only one that came to mind for protection is the Never Back Down that came in the Quicksilver. So that was pretty recent. Yeah, mine is very new as well. So this is a Quicksilver one. This came in the Quicksilver deck. Um, It helps you, it boosts your defense uh, temporarily against an attack from the villain or a minion. Uh, It gives you two defense, plus two defense, I should say. And if you end up taking no damage, then you get to stun the attacking enemy which for a one cost, I think is really great, especially if your defense is already boosted Mm -hmm. from other cards like Armored Vest um, that you have in play. This could easily have you take no damage from an attack. Yeah, it's a really good card. Um, So the problem that I have with protection right now is I... I like to play it, and I want to play it more. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Like, it's one of those where I just haven't... It's like I haven't figured it out exactly yet. I think I could be really good at it. I have a hard time defending without taking damage. Mm. I don't know how to boost that up and to make that happen most of the time. Usually it's like, okay, yeah, I'll defend. 
well, the villain hits you for 35. And it's like, well, I only have plus two defense from this card. So the bonuses never kick in for me. Mm. And that's what's frustrating right now about protection. So if you have any protection tips, uh, for me, even we've been playing this for 18 months, (laughs) almost two years. Uh, I'd love to hear it. We have been pretty much avoiding protection, though. Yeah. There was a spell where I played it for a while. um, Yeah. But Quicksilver and now Groot coming with those protection cards and have made us definitely more interested in checking it out. Groot comes with some interesting protection cards, and because of his growth counters, they protect him as well. So he has protection cards that allow him to, uh, as long as he's at full health or higher, which is easy to maintain with Groot, or I should say easier than other heroes, he gains Retaliate, which hits the villain back. So there's a lot of cool protection cards with Groot as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, The one that I wanted to mention is a brand new one from Scarlet Witch deck. Um, It is called Bait and Switch. Uh, Like Angela says, they always have combos. This one, uh, the action is you force the villain to attack you, and because he attacks you, you remove four threat from a scheme. So hopefully you have your boot, your updated defense, or you have cards that would just negate damage, or you have an ally out there to block for you, I guess, mm-hmm. would, would be an option too. And it's just a free, you, you have to take the attack, but it's four threat, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's a great one that you can get from Scarlet Witch. Um, and so favorite heroes. Mm-hmm. We kind of alluded to this. We don't play a lot of protection. Um, I've had success in the past with Captain America because he can he can do this all day. Uh, that action that he can do to discard a card to keep standing every turn uh, is great for this. Um, and also Quicksilver, who never like exhausts, uh, he's really great at defending too. Not the greatest. Would love to get better. Mm-hmm. So definitely try Quicksilver, mm-hmm. Captain America, and like we said, Groot came with a lot of new cards. So yeah, that's where you want to look. For protection. And I think um, protection is the aspect that's required on the current discard solo league round right now. All right. Well, we're going to jump. You're jumping in. I'm going to have to get good at something or (laughs) or die trying. That's right. (laughs) So let's talk about our final one. It's called Leadership. Angela. Leadership is all about, well, kind of how it sounds. You are getting all these allies out and you are leading them into the fray. So you're leading them into battle. You um, can find them, ready them, boost them, but it's all about your allies. And they are the blue cards if you are looking at the colors. It's true. We didn't mention colors for aggression. Aggression's red. Yeah, because... Aggression is anger, which is red. And protection's green. <laughs> so yeah, like Angela mentioned, it's all about those um, allies. And boosting those allies to make them better, make them easier to play, maybe expanding the number of allies you can play mm-hmm. on your team. Um, so it's really strong. They're always there to block for you. It's it's a free. It's at least one free attack or one free thwart depending on who the hero is or the ally that you play sorry yes the ally and they all do special things 
So uh, why don't we just hit really quickly some key cards that we can, um, that you should include in your leadership deck. Yes. What do you think? You go first. You want me to go first? So I think one of the, one of the best ones or one of the earliest ones that a lot of people play is the, um, the Hawkeye deck card. Mm. Uh, they, Which one? Clint? So there are Clint? two now, but the, the OG Hawkeye, <laughs> Clint Bishop. No, <laughs> Clint Barton. Clint, Clint Bishop, Kate Bishop, Clint Barton. Um, every time a minion comes out, he's got a counter. Uh, you can just deal two damage to it. Mm-hmm. Shoots him with a zero. Boom, two mm-hmm. damage for free. That's really great. Like that. There's one called Make the Call, which I believe was came in the core set, but I will double check that right now. You can search, I believe, anybody's discard pile. Yep. And pay the cost and play um, that ally. Mm-hmm. So I guess we should probably say that each aspect does have allies that are specific yes. to that aspect. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to have allies ready to ready for you to play. The difference between leadership and the others is that the leadership boosts those allies more than the other decks do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, make the call is really great. Um why don't you do, you like this one a lot. I think that there, so in every aspect, there's allies, like Christian said, but I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure leadership has the majority of the allies. Yeah. And um, Maria Hill and Squirrel Girl are ones that we see consistently in leadership decks that are ours or that we find on the Marvel um, CBD. 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 I always want to say. I <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> CBD. Yes. So Maria Hill, she's only cost two. And when she comes out, everyone gets to draw a card. It's really nice when the first player plays Maria because then their turn's not over and neither in the other player, your other hero gets to draw a card and their turn's not over. So that's really nice. She thwarts for two. She attacks for one. Um, she can. She doesn't have a lot of health, but she can st- take an attack for you and save you one round. Yeah, for a card, that's mm-hmm. taking six damage or yes. <laughs> drawing a card and having her die mm-hmm. is a great turn off. Or turn off? No. <laughs> Trade off. Trade off. Jeez. Turn off? Okay. And then Squirrel Girl, I mean, depending on the villain you're playing, but like we mentioned, the Ultron drones... Um, as long as they're not boosted by some other encounter card. The Ultron drones are all one health. So when Squirrel Girl comes out, she enters play and deals one damage to each enemy. Yeah. So she could come out and she could wipe out every single drone minion on the board, plus deal a damage to the villain. So that's really great. She can. She doesn't have a lot of health, and she doesn't do much else. But her entrance into the game is crazy, cool, yeah, and when, nutty. Nutty. Should we say that. <laughs> Let's get nuts. Uh, when it when you play her at the right time, and you know when you do, it's really great. You're just like one, 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 yeah. all over the place, and yeah. it can kind of turn the tides to to a battle that you're in the middle of. Uh, you can find Squirrel Girl in Captain America booster set so i think angela that wraps it up no you forgot to pair a hero with this aspect i did why don't you talk about your favorite hero oh, to play well, leadership with hands down 
Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange's leadership is crazy strong. Ally Swarm, if you look uh, on the... Oh my gosh, now I'm going to say CBD again. Marvel CBD. Marvel CDB. Uh, (laughs) If you look that up, it is a crazy good deck. Um, I... Christian mentioned we did the Rise of Red Skull campaign where he was Ant-Man Justice. I played Doctor Strange Leadership, and man, we just we rocked we, it. We rocked it. Yeah, so, we didn't play. We didn't play expert. We did because not. We, we did are not, not experts. <laughs> <laughs> but th- that that combination of Doctor Strange boosting your own allies, being able to boost me as well, was was great. Yes. Yes. So that was that was that's good. So yeah, definitely, like I said, for the second time, pick up Doctor Strange. You would not regret Doctor it. Doctor Strange, um, absolutely. So for realies, for realsies this mm-hmm. time, let's uh, wrap up this episode. Is there anything else? Well, I guess what we should do, actually, is let's not forget our gray cards. Aww. The basics. Yeah, basic. Basic neutrals. <laughs> you can add basic cards to any of these decks. It's not an aspect. They are just called basic cards, and they do stuff for you as well. They can boost your card draw. There's basic allies, which you can include in a leadership deck, and you can boost those. So they are just supplemental cards that you add to your hero cards and the aggression to fill out your 40-card deck. Yes. So we can't forget about them. They are just as important as the aspects. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need those you need those neutral cards. Yeah. So as we wrap up the show, I just did want to mention that if you're new to this uh, game and you're just like, man, I don't know what to do. Where do I even start? I would go to hallofheroeslcg.com. It is another resource for this game. And they have a section that has a, it's like a deck hall of fame. So if you're like, man, I really want to play a good deck from Captain Marvel. Um, They have it linked to the Marvel CDB uh, of what is considered one of their better decks. So you can go right to this website. It will link you right to what you need to go to. You may not have everything, but you can always fill in the gaps with the missing cards that you have. It's a great place to get started if you're still confused on what these aspects are and how they you know fit with a specific hero yeah anything you want to add before we go um just that we have decided to try that we've already started the rise of red skull campaign again this time is our sokovian siblings quicksilver and <laughs> that's uh, right and scarlet witch so we'll be reporting on that um, we've been enjoying starting the Falcon and Winter Soldier series on Disney Plus, and yeah, so much Marvel, so much Marvel. And that's why we're talking about it. So we hope everyone's having fun with this game. Definitely let us know what what some of your favorites are. What's your favorite hero to pair with? What aspect? Correct us on all of our wrong rules because we probably made errors. I think it'll do it. Yeah. Thanks, as always, for watching. Watching? Nope. Listening. Angela, why don't you hit us with how they can contact us? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram. We're at Married and Board. You can email us, hello, at marriedandboard.com. Uh, you can visit our website, marriedandboard.com. And also, Christian mentioned in our last uh, normal episode, I should say. Just episode, whatever. 
Uh, how many Twitter followers are we at now? I think we're at 14. We got 14. So we're plus two. So it's because we're not at Married and Bored at Twitter. What are no, we? we're at Married Bored. Married Bored. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we would love to grow our Twitter following. That would be amazing. So look us up. Please give us a follow and a shout out. Yes. Love this community. We hope to meet you around the mic again in a few weeks for another episode. Till then. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Married and Board podcast. And guess what? We have a website where you can listen to podcast episodes and so much more. Find us at marriedandboard.com or you can email us at hello at marriedandboard.com or follow us on Instagram at marriedandboard. Music in this episode is by Joseph McDade. See you next time.